Welcome back to Jay Tom Lawler Rink. The score after two periods for Mont Leeds Merrimack, 4-2. And joining us for the second intermission, John Karatu. He is the goaltending coach for Merrimack. And boy, John, we, we really didn't plan this at all. But off of that play, I want to talk to you about the situation there. I mean, a tough break, I guess, for Rasmus and He comes in there. You know, he's an aggressive goaltender by nature anyway. And as we were just talking off the air, he's a number of times been able to come out and win battles like that with a loose puck uh, and, and be able to get to a puck like that. At that time, he doesn't win the battle. Ford Jones able to get to it and score the goal. But what you know, what what's the thinking in that kind of situation? What should the goaltender do in that situation? He's taking a calculated risk. He sees the players coming off the sidewall. He's trying to make an aggressive play. And like you said earlier, he's trying to either take the puck or the player out. Unfortunately, Ford Jones made a great play there, and he got around uh, the rats as well as our goal uh, forwards as well. Uh, he made a great play. He took a calculated risk. Unfortunately, yeah. And like I said, I mean, we've seen him do that before, and it's worked out. He's he's by nature. It seemed, you know, talking about, I wanted to talk to you about the differences between uh, the, the two, uh, the number one and the number two goalies here anyway, at least at the way it stands right now, but the, top, the guys who have been getting the most time, Sam Murad and Rasmus Tiernan, and to me, that's one of the differences is that Rasmus Tiernan is by nature more aggressive like that. Uh, Ras plays his angles well. He's got a nice European style with his game. Um, he likes to control his rebounds. When he's on his game, you can see his rebound control is uh, going really well, and he has trust in his defensemen to pick up any loose rebounds of the any. And then how about Sam Murad? How do you compare them, you know, the two of them and his differences in his style of play? Sam's more of a reflex goaltender. Uh, he likes to play out top of his crease. When he's tracking the puck well, that's when Sam's on his game. Uh, he's a great team leader. He's a great uh, goaltender, and I can't say enough positive things about Sam as well. Yeah, you've had a chance to work with both of these guys this year. Now, had you worked with them before this year, too? I've worked with them with Stop at Goaltending, our goaltending company. I've worked with them over the summers. Uh, I've got to you know have a relationship with them prior to this. Uh, it's been a great experience with them. How about mentally in terms of, you know, goaltenders obviously got to have a strong psychological makeup and mental mindset? Uh, just working on the small things, uh, taking the period, smaller pieces. Um, sometimes if we don't score a lot of goals, it, you know, we have to concentrate on what we're doing in the net. I'm not worried sometimes what the forwards are doing and uh, trusting the coaching staff and what we're teaching that uh, we'll have a good playoff series when it comes. It felt like, uh, you know, earlier in the season you had a stretch where, where Rasmus Tiernan, he had the, the shutout against Clarks and he, he worked his way up. I think he was in the top ten in the country in both the goals against and the save percentage. And then as they've gotten back into hockey East play, it's gotten tougher since then. What's, what's changed since that time? I think it's hockey East in general. If you look at the uh, top 16 teams, I think four or five or six of them are hockey East teams. And, of course, it's familiarity. You know, you see uh, teams back-to-back in a, you know, on a weekend. Sometimes you get the scouting report, you see the tapes, and uh, you might pick up tendencies. But uh, hockey East is a great league in general. Now, you came from uh, to Merrimack. You were a goalie coach in Northeastern as well. Uh, uh, tell us about some of the guys that you've worked with. Uh, both uh, You mentioned stopping goaltending, your goaltending uh, company, but also, uh, you know, just in general, who some of the other guys you work with. I was fortunate at Northeastern to work with Brad Thiessen. He uh, played some games with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Tremendous young man. Clay Witt, who's having a great season over there at Northeastern as well. Uh, Chris Rollins, Brian Mountain. A lot of good kids at that Northeastern program. Uh, it was a great experience. I was really happy you know, to get a start in the college career coaching at Northeastern. Um, very happy to be where I am at Merrimack College, though. You, know, you mentioned Clay Witt, and you know him pretty well. He's had a great year this year, and you know it's really you know good to see for a kid like that that you know finally has gotten it, you know everything's come together for him this year. But what what has been different for him this year? Is it just a matter of being healthy? 
Uh, 100%. He's battling. He was battling some meniscus issues his first two years, and uh, basically they gave him the year off to get it cleaned up. Uh, surgery. He came back healthy, and he's got a lot of confidence. And uh, he's a battler. He competes in every shot. And again, he's a tremendous young man. Any other guys around the league that stand out to you in terms of? Uh, I mean, well, let's th- ask you about Thatcher Demko for one thing. I mean, because he gets a lot of a lot of attention. He's a very young player, just turned 18 a little while ago, and uh, hasn't even been drafted yet, but he will be. And uh, you know, a guy that people expect big things from. He came in and beat Merrimack last year with the U.S. Under 18 team. What makes him so good? Size, angles, and um, he just position. He plays a very solid position. His fundamentals are very good. He doesn't get caught out of his crease too often now on his rebounds, and uh, he's just got a strong fundamental base. What are some of the things that you work with when, when you're working with the goaltenders here at Merrimack? What are some of the things that you, that you focus on both you know, physically and then also with the mental aspect of goaltending? Uh, physically, we're trying to work a lot of our plays down low, a lot of what we like to call post seals. So much of the game is played along the goal line and behind the net. We want the goals to get comfortable along the post, be it with a one knee down, skate down, or standing up. A lot of movements coming off the post to and from. Uh, mentally, just keeping that consistent uh, mindset throughout a whole game, a whole period, to get them focused and ready for the next shot. Your background to me is interesting because uh, you actually spent some time out west, right, in the northwest and in the Seattle area. How long were you out there and working with the players out there? What differences, if anything, has there been with the players out there and out here? And what do you see in terms of the the evolution of, uh, of goaltending? I was fortunate to be out in Seattle for seven years. I had a great mentor out there, Kevin Quinn, who was the goalie coach of the Seattle Thunderbirds. Um, Seattle in the Northwest area, uh, not a lot as much depth. Hockey's about the third sport out there. The kids that play are really committed. Uh, they put a lot of time into it. Um, more of a skating game out there. They're not quite as physical. They play more of a skating. I don't want to say a finesse game, but there's more emphasis on skating and playmaking out there. Okay. And uh, talking about goaltending in general, I mean, how have, how have you seen it change since... Uh, you know, well, let's say since you played in college, and and and, and the, the the game itself obviously has changed so much, but also uh, it seems to me like you know the goaltending position has changed a lot over the last you know decade or two as well. Uh, first of all, these kids playing net today are tremendous athletes. Uh, we expect a lot out of them physically as well. Uh, the game itself, uh, traditionally when I was playing in college, it was a northwest game. We used to say guys used to skate down the lane, get to a certain area, and let a shot go, and it's fairly predictable. The game's now played east-west. It's been a great European influence with that, the game. A lot of cycling down low, so players are coming from areas that they didn't traditionally originate from. And uh, it's a lot of folks in that with the goaltenders to see where the play's coming, where it's going to end up. So it's uh, the game's evolved, and I think it's evolved for the better. Well, as uh, the Warriors get set here for the third period, down by a couple of goals, but they've had periods in the past where they played well in the third and come out. Uh, what, what does the mindset need to be here, I'd say, you know, both for the team and also you know, for Rasmus Tarrant in the goal? Uh, for Rasmus, first save. Let's get that first save under his belt, get the confidence back for the team. Keep getting shots on net. Keep focusing on one shot on net and a second shot on net. With that, you're going to need to get a rebound. You might get a penalty. You might end up on the power play. Good things will happen when you put the puck on the net. All right, John. Thanks a lot for joining us. We appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to you again online. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it as well. All right, that's John Caratu. He's the goaltending coach here at Merrimack College and also director with Stop It Goaltending. He's been our guest here in the free, the second admission with our score, Vermont 4, Merrimack 2. John and I are back right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.